0: Hey, everybody, before we get started here, this is a mini series on FinTech. FinTech, of course, can help you spend time doing the things that you need to do, meet with your clients, and guess what? Market more successfully. So stay tuned to the mini series. Hello, and welcome, everybody, to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Haller. And today we got Rusty Summer. Rusty works with a company called Flyer Financial Technologies. That's right, right? I got that right? Absolutely right. I thought I'd practice that a little bit. I just want to make sure. Now, here's the ultimate goal of this show today. The ultimate goal of this show today is for Rusty to talk about actual technologies that not only have they built, but are out in the marketplace that will help you as an advisor have a more systematic, a more, I would assume, a, a tighter process, but most importantly, a more accurate technological platform underneath you so that you can do what we want you to do which is to focus a lot more on your marketing and client experience so uh rusty thanks for being on the show my friend hey thanks good to be here Matt. It's nice to see you again all right man i want to know because there, here's the deal not a lot of people know what flyer is right but before we get to what actually flyer is i think who are you why are you doing this why is this your passion and what you've decided to do for for a living here Yeah, so I've I've spent the last,
1: I don't know, 20 years in in financial services and the last probably 15 in technology. And where I see um, the biggest change and the biggest impact on advisors is being able to provide them tools and resources to better serve their clients and deliver on their investment thesis and what it is that their clients come to them to do for them. Kind of what you were talking about a minute ago. And for me, it's been a fantastic ride, whether I've been building and running product organizations, or I've been doing strategy work, or what I'm doing now, is like I'm helping build strategic partnerships for these investment firms so that they can deliver on what they're trying to do.
0: Now, that's the interesting thing about Flyer, right? Is, is that strategic partnership component is so vital for the yeah. end user. Talk about that, please.
1: Yeah. So we go out and we work with RIAs, we work with broker dealers, we work with asset managers, we work with wirehouses, and we go in to help enable them to deliver on that promise to their clients. And so whether or not that is um, through what we historically have done, which is you know our fixed trading network, right? The pipes, the infrastructure. So when you're buying and selling whatever that security is for your client, you know, that's getting executed at the right destination. You're getting fill information and allocation information is going out. Or maybe what people don't know as much about us—we've built on top of that all these portfolio management and trading tools, so that they can sit down at their desktop when the client's talking to them or after they've left, and they can rebalance. Or the client says, "I need fifty thousand dollars in cash." You know, how do they get that money out? You know, that's the tool set that's integrated that they come to us for, and so we work with our partners to deliver those tools to advisors and asset managers and people in the front line. All
0: right, so I'm an advisor right now, and I just yeah. heard what you just said, Rusty, and I'm thinking to myself, "Okay." So does, does Flyers overlay, underlay, plumbing, all of these things? Does it work with what I'm using already? Are you allowed to say like, hey, we play nice in the sandbox with these people?
1: Yeah, it's funny because you probably might use some of our tools somewhere and you may not even know it because sometimes our engine is in the background, but we yeah. love to have new clients come direct and work with us. But yes, yeah, so, like, so here, here's a couple of examples of, of how we work with things. So one, you know, we're a complete cloud-based solution. You know, you don't have to install it on your desktop. You don't have to install it, you know, in some closet in the background with a bunch of servers and routers and stuff. Um, you know, you come to us and it's, it's already there. We're multi-custodial. So whether or not you're at TD or Schwab or Pershing or Fidelity, it doesn't matter to us. That's part of getting you set up so that you're running right. And to the degree that you use multiple brokers to execute your orders or you want to that's great. We're there to support that too. So you can work orders over the course of multiple days. You can slice them off. You can do step outs. You know, there are a lot of things you can do. And if you want to plug into your custodian or broker's algos, fantastic. We get them certified and they're up and running for you. So you can do that type of trading also.
0: So you speak a different language than a lot of other people who come on the show. And so I'm going to really focus on the fact that you really know this stuff, dude. Um, <laughs> What are you seeing? What are the biggest things that, cause you, you actually, yeah. in fact, you, the, we've crossed paths at different conferences, yeah. right? And people are always asking you the big picture technology questions. What are you yeah. seeing right now Or the biggest things that technology should be solving for? And then what are you seeing on the horizon for advisors?
1: Yeah. Basically? All right. I, I think I'm probably gonna hit like three or four of these things because really That's look, awesome. there's a lot, right? And, and we could talk for an hour just on that topic, but I think let's let's start with this. So first off, you know, mega trends, right? So there's all these, you know, big trends out there that people are talking about. You see, you know, ARC, you know, whether or not you believe in what Kathy Woods is is doing, you know, like you said, we've been to a bunch of conferences, we listen to a lot of the chief investment officers talk. They talk about these megatrends and disruption. They talk about what is going on. So whether it's AI, battery technology, it's robotics, it's blockchain, it's gene some sort of gene sequencing or you know. Something along those lines, like those are huge growth areas. And I think as an advisor, right, you have to be able to talk to that. You have to be able to think about that. And you need that kind of information as you're working with, um, you know, with your clients. Because there's, it's certainly top of mind for them, or it's at least in their head, right? They're seeing it on CNBC. They're talking about it on TV. You know, I think from there as an advisor, you probably need to think about things that are really disrupting. Like, what's that disruption out there? I think right now, the last few years, it's been around private markets. You know, it's kind of what Cadre is doing with real estate and opening up commercial real estate um, to—I I mean, albeit accredited investors, but to individuals. You know, you don't have to go through some—you don't have to be at a wirehouse to make this happen necessarily. Where I Capital is doing in kind of the direct access around private equity, there are a lot of other firms that do that. I don't mean to call them out because they're my preference. Just you know, they're kind of big names, and I, and I think that that's hugely important to you know advisors as they're working with clients because you know, 15 years ago, you were you were constrained to. Well, I can buy you a stock, I can buy you a mutual fund, I can buy you a muni bond, I can can buy you treasuries, but now, like, your portfolio of things that you can work from, right, that product set is really out there and you can do some very, very interesting things. So that's, I think those are two, two things.
0: Oh, it's me again. Here's the deal. Do you want to learn how to communicate with your clients in a scalable way 24 7? If so, podcasting is the solution for you. Here's what I want you to do I want you to go to podrocketacademy.com forward slash episode 357. And I want you to join the Pod Rocket Academy for free and take podcasting 101 course. This is how you're going to strengthen relationships, retain clients, get a greater share of wallet, and deepen relationships with centers of influence. Go to PodRocket Academy forward slash episode 357 today.
1: The third thing is, you know, ESG. I mean, we think about right now, and I think the, the relevant piece is, you know, what's going on with the war in Ukraine, right? There are a lot of ESG factors that are related to that. And if you don't know that they're in your portfolio or you're not able to explain those to your clients, you know, that's probably a big miss. And so sometimes people think about ESG in the context of, well, I have to be able to rebalance to that. But sometimes it's about just putting information out there and knowing what's in your portfolio. So we know that, you know, there's an energy component. We know that there is a uh, kind of a wheat and grain component. You know there are a lot of impacts with those things and and sometimes it's just being able to, to expose that because that enables a conversation that kind of helps show your value to your advisor but it also puts you in a position that maybe you want to make some tactical changes right maybe you want to lessen exposure to some of that some of that international kind of wheat right through some of the, some of the stocks that are in your portfolio or some of the mutual fund managers that, you know if you're an advisor you uses a lot of mutual funds Or maybe you want to focus on more domestic producers of that because you think there's going to be, you know, maybe a secular trend that's going to develop over the next five years, right? So having that information is great, but you can also take it to the next level, right? Direct indexing, building personalized portfolios at scale. So um, there are a lot of opportunities right now to work with, uh, call it the MSCI's of the world or the Axiomas or the Northfields or, you know, just pick one of those one of those firms to be able to, to invest your clients account in a customized way that's based upon an index a starting point and then to bring those ESG factors or or you know kind of secular factors in and say tell me about what's important to you right what do you think about energy what do you think about tobacco what do you think about guns what do you think about all these things right it's a yes a no and maybe a kind of and then all of a sudden, you say, "Okay, well, I want to build a portfolio of two hundred securities, and I want to have these tilts and those tilts." So, really, now you're sitting in a position where you're advising them and helping them, and you're drawing out that information, and this technology is helping build that portfolio. So, when they come back to you in a quarter or at the end of the year, and you do kind of an end-year of your summary and you re-interview them, how do you feel about these things? And you're able to kind of move that portfolio a little bit left, a little bit right. They're saying, well, "Gosh." You know, maybe it didn't perform as much as well as I had hoped. Oh, well, I can tell you why. Remember you said that you didn't like tobacco? Well, tobacco was big this year. Oh, well, maybe I do need some exposure to that, right? So you can have these back and forth conversations. It's a really powerful tool. And, and we hear some really big industry experts saying this is the next big wave. Ten years ago, it was UMA, right? And, and kind of be able to put multiple solutions into a single portfolio. Now it's this. And, and the cost to do it is coming down substantially. And the quality of the tool and the engagement level is going way up.
0: Changing the conversation is absolutely fantastic, and I love that. Having it be a lot more client-focused and centric and how you're going to build a portfolio surrounding their, their values and their long-term goals, it, that is a huge change. You know, you we were just at a conference recently uh, at an RIAs conference, and I couldn't believe all of the products and services that they were going to be able to offer that, by the way, RIAs couldn't do like five years ago, dude. That was really, really amazing. Now, all right, I have to shift gears a little bit because – I understand the foundation that you're building right in that and that how some of these things go ahead and work together and all of these things that financial services professionals really need to understand in order to service their clients in the way that their clients should be serviced. This seems overwhelming. Now, this could also partially be rusty that I'm not a fintech expert and I don't play one on television, Um, but when it comes to tech stacks, I mean, how, how do you figure this stuff out, dude? I mean, is it, do you want to shop around for a la carte? Do you want to buy a tech stack specifically? This is your world, dude. Help me with this.
1: Yeah. So look, right. There's a case for both, but I will say this, you know, in the past, right. History is that things were monolithic. It was hard to integrate and you kind of picked as best as you could, right? You found something that worked. But the future, which is now today, means that you can choose really highly specialized tools and integrate them easily. So for example, let's talk about Flyer, right? And how we work. So you may have a performance measurement system, a client reporting system. You may have, that may also have, let's call it a web portal for your client to log in to see how they're doing. You know, we plug right into that, we get that data. And so we're kind of a symbiotic relationship. We don't fight, right? So we have, full APIs so that we can talk back and forth. Um, You know, we can push information into your CRM. So if you have Redtail or or Salesforce or whoever that is, right, you want to think about how do I work with my client? What do I want their experience to be? And then what tools do I need to enable that, right? And so as an asset manager, as an advisor, you've got to be able to implement in a scalable way. You've got to be able to do, you know, what you need to do with that client portfolio. So when you're making decisions to buy or sell a certain security, you know, and you have two or three or five hundred or thousand or two thousand portfolios, however many it is, you know, how do I do that in a way that's meaningful at the client level? You know, can I implement that trade in the next five minutes? Yeah, you can do that. Some tools don't enable that, but if you need to be, if you're really like investment centric, that's just part of your value proposition. You've got to be able to implement in timely way. It, does, it doesn't need to take you two weeks or a week or four days to rebalance your portfolios. I mean, that's just kind of ridiculous with today's technology. Like it's out there. Well, and,
0: and, dude, yeah, Rusty, I mean, that I hear, I've heard that from advisors yeah. forever. You know, hey, Matt, I got to shut down for four days because I got to rebalance 2,000 different portfolios. Yeah. Which, which, again, there's a lot wrong with that. And there could be something right with that. I don't, in my opinion, that just seems terribly overcomplicated. Yeah. and It's not really a way to build a scalable business. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I want to go with this. I want, to, I want to really focus on the value prop thing that you just said there, because I think that's really interesting. Yeah. How does your tech stack really align with what makes you fundamentally unique and different um, as an advisor, yeah. And because there are so many people who are offering fintech, I mean, there's huge fintech conferences and everybody's vying yeah. for people's attention. How do you do that?
1: Yeah. So I think, I think the first, like the starting point is you need a value proposition. You got to start there, right? And you need to really flesh that out and you need to have, be very confident in who you are and what you're trying to do. And you need to be able to kind of talk about that with your clients. But when you're, you know, you're choosing that tech stack and trying to figure those things out, right? Sometimes you don't need the fanciest tool to, to, to make it happen, right? A lot of times you need things that work, things that you are reliable. And as an advisor, you know, if you think about, um, you know, you having a minimal number of hours in a day, your your time is best spent with your client. Your time is not very well spent monkeying with technology. Like you need it to work for you. You need it to automate some, you know, a lot of your processes. You need it to help enable the delivery of those investments to your clients. So whether or not it is, you know, automating some of your trading process or automating some of your portfolio management process or giving you a clear look at your data or, you know, knowing that your data is clean and reconciled. So your performance, you know, can run and be delivered with confidence, right? Those are the things you really have got to spend some, some time with uh, to understand. And what it does for you as an advisor is it improves the valuation of your firm. You have better client retention because you're delivering consistently. You're also spending more time with your clients, talking to them about what's going on in their lives, and you're developing better relationships. And that also means you're able to serve more clients. Right? Think about this, right? If you're able to bring on an extra 10%, think about the revenues associated with that. Like,
0: that's a big thing. I figured out my value proposition. I figure out exactly, you know, kind of where I want to go with my tech stack. How do you guys help the independent advisor make sense of all that we've talked about in the last 15 minutes? We take a really
1: consultative approach to this. You know, we come in and instead of, hey, let's just do a demo today. You don't know who we are. <laughs> and, and I'm going to send you a contract when this is over, you know. We sit down and do an interview. We tell you a little bit about ourselves. We want you to tell you tell us a little bit about yourselves. And then we get into discovery, right? And the discovery process is, you know, understanding your business. What are your clients like? What's your investment story like? How do you deliver? What well, things are working today? What things aren't? Which custodians are you have? Which brokers are you using? You know, we're working our way down and we want to know kind of how you have staff aligned, who does what job. You know, what kind of access do they need? And, and we get down to the very end where we can come back and say, all right, you have these five other technologies. We know how we plug in. Here's how it plugs in. You know, here are the different kind of setup things that we're going to have to consider as we go through that. Here's the connections that we're going to make for you. Here's the connections you're going to need to help us make. And then here's your plan for executing on that through an implementation. So that when you get to that point where you're, you've made your decision, you know that there's a clear pathway to success. It's going to be something that you know is going to happen in a, like a defined period of time. And it's not going to drag on and just kind of take time away again from delivering on your value proposition, working with your clients. It's going to be something that happens. So dedicated implementation managers, product team to help you explain what's going on. Just all these people come together within the organization. It's a team effort.
0: Man, you just spoke advisor's language so well there, Rusty. I mean, isn't that exactly what all advisors want to have their client experience be like? So that's super wicked smart. Now, I'm I'm totally challenging you on something here. So just be prepared for that. You can tell me to pound sand if you want. but everything is moving so fast, dude. And our advisors aren't getting any younger. In fact, 16% of advisors are under the age of 45, dude. And you're talking about all of this hardcore integrated technology. Help me. How, how do how do old oh, like, cause a lot of our advisors, most of the people listen to the show are over the age of 55. Right, And you're hearing what you have to say, and they're like, yeah, dude, I totally understand. I, I mean, I understand the need of what Rusty's talking about here, but I am absolutely terrified because I don't know the ramifications to my business. I don't really truly understand the tech. So I want you to break down the consultative approach a little bit more and the educational component of what Flyer does for their clients and for the general public. Can you help us with that?
1: Sure. So I, you know, I think this is really around practice management you know, and understanding... The business. So it, where I am, and, and I'm a former practitioner. I started in the business as a an advisor. I've run trading desks. I've run product. I've been part of practice management. Been, I've run the advisor desktop. The other people you you need you're engaging with need to be those kinds of people. They need to be former practitioners. You know, they understand what you're doing in your chair. They understand the conversations you're having, and they know how to tie that conversation that you're having or need to have your technology so that you can deliver on it and then they can help you say okay here's how you connect the pieces how do you join these things up i think sometimes people end up working with those who don't necessarily understand what it's like to sit in the chair you know what's that pressure what's your day like like you don't have 4 hours every day for the next month to spend on the phone with me talking about stuff you've got to know that i'm going to come in and have an understanding of what's going on there and that's what we do, right? We want to come in. We want to have four or five or six or seven or 10 really in-depth conversations. We want to do a lot of analysis. We want to come back with, here are the things we think we know, right? And we, we want you to react to that and say, oh, no, that's, that's absolutely right. And, oh, you missed these four things. Well, great. Well, then let's focus on those four things, right? And so we can get down to a pretty good checklist pretty fast so that you know things are going to work and we know things are going to work. Um, but that comes from years of experience. That comes from having done the job, um, and so we have a lot of people. who have people who are former chief technology officers on staff. We have people who are former heads of product that, that have built large industry-leading um, technology solutions that you know today are in the marketplace. So we, you know, we know how these things work, and that's kind of what we bring. That's the power of working with uh, teams like Flyer or wherever else that you're, you know, whoever else you're working with. Those are the types of folks you want to spend time with.
0: Now here here's the the question of all questions, in my opinion. Um, and of course, I'm wrong all the time, dude. So it might be you might be like, yeah, dude, I can totally answer this in ten seconds. But um, how do you build something today that's still going to be applicable five years from now? Maybe I'll tell a story. Yeah, good. I like that.
1: So I'm a runner. I run marathons, half marathons. Like that's that's kind of what I do. I like to do it. Um, our COO, or I guess our, our CFO, former competitive downhill skier. Our CEO, he is a long distance open water swimmer. Like think the English Channel, mm-hmm. think Alcatraz to to San Francisco. Um, we have a we have like competitive cyclists, like semi pro cyclists on that. Like we all in our lives. Like our, our competitive, like we bring, we look for an edge. Like we're always trying to be competitive and we're looking for an edge in our passion, whether it's running or skiing or cycling or whatever, but we bring that same approach to what we do here. Right. And we're always looking to advance and evolve our product set so that as some like these big trends we were talking about earlier at the very beginning of the show are coming downstream. Like we're there to present those and enable advisors to use that. And so, you know, again, it kind of goes back to pick who you work with. Doesn't necessarily have to be the Ferrari, right? But it's got to be good. And it's got to enable you to deliver on the things you need to do. And you need people with a mindset that says, hey, look, we're not going to sit here. Like, we're going to continue to evolve. We're going to continue to get better. You know, and we're going to make our solution relevant and keep it relevant in the future.
0: Gotcha. Now, you just use the word mindset. And I, I want to I know... It's really funny. So, so all of those disciplines that you just talked about, when when people are participating in those sports, they're always talking about how much they love doing it. But when you look on their face, they don't look like they're enjoying it at all, right? <laughs> well, I want to talk about your mindset. Do you? How do you, as Rusty, keep yourself so f- not just focused, but that level of forward thinking? Because it's fascinating. Because as a runner, you're always thinking about what the next chunk of the run is going to be oh, yeah. because you go through these phases and all of that stuff how do you think about not just flyer your own personal life and your yeah. professional life elaborate on that for us a little bit
1: you know i look matt right we all do this because it, it's passion it's our passion what you do is your passion you love talking to people you like the interview process you love the medium it's pretty cool and i personally in the same way like I love my sport. I'm passionate about it. I do it every day. I haven't missed a day of running in almost two years. But I'm also that way about my business. Like, I'm passionate about it. I want to learn. I want to meet people. I want to understand what's coming. I want to understand what's getting old. I want to know what all the competitors do. And there are a lot of really great tech companies and tech enablers out there. You know, it's not just in portfolio management. You know, there's AI that's out there that's helping improve client experience. There is, you know, there are innovations in CRM that help you stay in front of your clients more consistently and more reliably. And I guess, you know, with information that's really important to them. You know, there's technology that helps you kind of scalably um, outsource your back office or your middle office, right? How do I get more in front of my client and less kind of behind the desk. So I think, you know, there are a lot of opportunities for people to kind of find technology in bite size or big pieces to get to be better. So yeah, kind of back to your comment earlier, you know, advisors are generally, you know, call them over 50 and some are gonna be really tech savvy, but some are going to need some help. And so, you know, I think looking at your practice introspectively, And thinking about what are we really good at and what do we need a little bit of help with it's a good starting
0: point. And you always do that as a runner, right? So you get done running and you're going to make different assessments, right? You're going to say, okay, well, hey, and and you're always going to be trying something different, right? Because you're looking for that competitive edge. And that's the fascinating thing, I think, with fintech directly, everybody, is – you have to constantly be assessing and reassessing and making sure that things are working seamlessly to make it so that what technology is supposed to solve does. I can't tell you how many times, Rusty, I've met with advisors who are like, well, this is the thing that we use. Really? Is it working well? Uh, no, it's not, but it's the thing we use. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? Right? Not only are you making your life more difficult, but you're making your client's life more difficult.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And, and continue to evolve, right? Practices
1: change over time. You know, don't be afraid to have a mindset that is like, "Look, we've got to be better at what we do consistently." Being better doesn't mean you have to reinvent the wheel every day, but being better—being better—is about every day saying, "What do I need to do in order to take one step forward?" Right? Just like with my running, like left foot in front of my right foot—it's no more complicated than that. But you've got to keep moving. You can't sit still because everybody around you—they're moving. And if you—and if you want to have a really great practice, you need to keep moving also. Doesn't mean you have to be completely different in a year, but it does mean that you have to like keep moving forward and keep thinking about what you're doing and refine and improve and get better. Cause it's going to come clients are going to see it. Prospects are going to see it and they're going to want to come work with you because you do something that's really consistently great. Yeah.
0: My wife is a biologist. And when we originally, uh, Matt, I, I said to her, you know, cause I know she, biology is like her core as a as a philosophical belief. And she said, well, you know, I said, I don't really understand the idea of the survival of the fittest. And she just smiled and she said, you know, everybody really gets that wrong because it's not just the survival of the fittest. It's the ability to adapt. That is what allows you to continue to have your whatever continue in this world. And as an advisor, you have to do the same thing. You have to constantly look on how you can adapt and evolve. And the more flexible you are with that, the better off you're going to be. Okay, Rusty. So if somebody wants to know more and have that consultative approach, what is the best way for them to reach out? And most importantly, who should reach out to you? Who should
1: reach out? So, you know, if if you're an RIA, right, it could be somebody in portfolio management or trading staff, it could be your CIO, it could be your head of technology, maybe even your COO and person who runs back ops. Like we talked to a number of different types of people, asset managers, kind of the same way, you know, as asset managers get bigger, they tend to have bigger uh, staff, right? So it's probably going to be the head of technology or the head of operations that's initially going to have that conversation because they're going to, you know, they're going to take the needs internally and say, okay, we've got to go out and find them and start bringing them in and they'll coordinate. So anybody really can reach out. Um, obviously you can come to our website, flyerft.com. You can check us out there. You know, you can contact me. Uh, My number's probably out in the ether everywhere, but it's just rusty.summer, S-O-M-M-E-R at flyerft.com.
0: You know? Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure we put all of those Good. in the show notes. Rusty, we do. Thank you so much. Hey. Now, as we wrap up today, here, here's what I want everybody to consider. Rusty just said something that I think is fiercely empowering to the advisor because Rusty didn't specifically immediately say, well, I should talk to the primary advisor in the firm. No. What Rusty was talking about was the other people who actually do some of this work. And as we wrap up today's show, I want you guys to consider that when it comes to marketing very quickly. You as the financial advisor really should have people on your team who are going to help you execute not just your technology stacks but also your marketing if you want to teach your team how to truly have great marketing and give them the education by the way that they're really looking for please have them go to proudmouth.com forward slash academy or just podrocketacademy.com they can sign up for the free academy they can learn all sorts of stuff to really truly help them help you market more successfully so hey rusty thank you very much for all of your brains dude Thanks, Matt. Um, Good to see um, you. Yeah. Hey, do you guys actually have a podcast? We do. So Shannon Rosick,
1: our, our head of marketing, is putting a podcast out. It's coming soon. We've got our first episode, I think, coming out in the next week or two. We also have uh, some interesting press releases coming about some partnerships we've struck. So make sure to watch for that. We're on LinkedIn. Um, you can go to our website and connect with us there. So a ton of information. And if you're lucky to catch us at a conference, we're going to be hosting... Uh, Podcast there, and we're going to be kind of out in the media center, and we have a lot of video content that's coming. So very engaging, very different, but I think it's a way for us to engage with people on kind of their terms and show some interesting technologies and ways to leverage us and other people in the industry.
0: And I wanted to bring it up, not just as a shameless promotion for a podcast, right? But I just love the fact that you guys, there is so much that you guys can do. And a lot of times it can be overwhelming, but you guys are starting to create all of this amazing content to help educate financial services professionals and how they really can manage their tech better. So Rusty, I want to thank you for that. So for everybody at Flyer FT and all of us here at Proud this is Matt Halloran. We'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.